I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. Welcome back to the Why So Serious Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We got Devin and Mike back. Uh, it's been a while. What's going on, fellas? Mike, go first, man, because Mike Mike been living his best fucking life. No, Mike hasn't done anything. No, fuck you mean Mike ain't did shit. Mike, has, Mike been there. Been in the house for two weeks. You a goddamn lie. Mike been here. He been there. He been fucking everywhere. Mike, tell him where you been, yo. Let him... I mean, I went to Utah, but haven't we recorded since then? We have. Uh, because he's been neglectful. Uh, uh, fuck you. Y'all know it's grind time, and uh, that's what I do. I go in. I go. I'm focused. I, I go tunnel vision, and I, I get this money. And uh, so I'm nervous as fuck because I mean, any day now they could be like, "Oh, uh, air travel is going to be canceled," like and shit like that. So. But they bailed uh, the airlines, so, so like real shit. Like I don't even know. Well, like I'm going to California tomorrow. But I'm going to California tomorrow, so um, that's cool. And um, I am definitely. I got so I get. I'm get. I'm going to get paid regardless. I'm not really worried about the money, but it's just like you know. If you cancel people's ability to move and have transit, what is that going to do for everybody that has cabin fever? It has a plan, you know. What I mean, like I don't know. It's I'm scared about that shit. Well, I got cabin fever. Cabin fever is not. I mean, it's it's not the worst thing in the world, all things considered. Yes, yes. Relative to what the other options are, it's not good. Um, right. I'm also, not even worried about myself. I'm also, pretty before certain. Before they bail out the nope. airlines, they need to pass uh, a stimulus package for people. Oh yes. Oh my god. Because the airlines are trash. Um, uh, they are, they are. I mean, I work for one. And I mean, <laughs> bro, serious. tomorrow, tomorrow, all we, we can serve is been, cans. It hasn't even been that long, and they're already talking about. Like, I saw an article that was like, most American airlines will run out of money before the end of the year. Dog, it's been three weeks of this, right? Like, how poorly are you run that you got no money? And then I've yeah. been reading a lot more on it, and so basically, what happened was when they did this corporate tax cut. Airlines made a shitload of money, and instead of investing it or putting it in savings or uh, putting it back into uh, funds for emergencies or into salaries for the employees or into benefits for the employees or any of those types of things, what they did was they did $39 billion worth of buybacks of stocks to give back to their CEOs and executives as bonuses. So... uh, that's I would tell you that we have a different, like Southwest has a different model as far as like when that shit like this happens, we hedge, we hedge fund, we hedge our, our fucking fuel. So our fuel over in India or whatever, Saudi Arabia, uh, we're good. So like yeah, in times Southwest like this, we're not really. One of the airlines asking for the bailout too. 
That is true. That is fucking true because we're stupid. And well, like, here's the thing. if everybody got the handout, there's yeah, a bunch everybody of got the handout. No, yeah. it's that there's a b- corporations are trash, and yeah. this is what they do. Yeah, yeah. And there's look, a bunch. Like, there's a bunch of small businesses. The majority of are suffering the country, right? Who are not going to get a bailout? Who are just kind of expected to pull through? And I don't know if this is the unpopular opinion, but if you can't bail out all the companies. You shouldn't bail out even well, one. Well, here's the thing. The airline business is too big not to bail out. Uh, it's essential because we live in a world of globalization. But you need people like Elizabeth Warren who have plans for that type of bailout. So, God damn. Like, okay, Brandon, real quick. Who do you think Biden is talking about when he's talking about his uh, VP as a woman? Oh, he's going to pick Kamala Harris. <laughs> He has to, right? That's what I was thinking. He has to. But I'm oh, thinking, shit. Like, they'd, be, uh, they'd be kind of a force. But that's what he's going to pick. But he has to. Because he has to. Like, if she, like, if she wants to. it, that's the, who the job is yeah. for, if she wants it. But, like, yeah. uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren would be great, yeah. Well, she should have been the president, but that's a different story. She really should have. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. This is what she said. She said, um, payrolls must be man- maintained. So if they do shut down airline or whatever happens, people need they need to pay the employees what they're being paid. No difference. Um, companies must enact a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage by one year after the emergency ends. So all of them, all of the airlines, uh, prohibition on buybacks, dividends, executive bonuses for a minimum of three years. Company must turn one board seat over to workers. So workers must be represented on the board. Uh, executive boards, all those things, and then they can get their bailout money. That makes sense to me because you have to bail them out if they're going under because you can't have the vast majority of airlines cease to function. Um, and there's not enough capital. I mean, like, there is enough capital, but there's not really enough capital to restart the airline business out of the blue like that. So it's despite all the shitty things corporations do, this is what happens is they get too big to fail. That's what too big to fail means. They're too big. These businesses are too big and too important to everyday society to let fail. And if you let them fail, the repercussions of them failing is worse than whatever you get out of proving the point that them being greedy people are different. But what Mike is saying is more important is a small businesses which is the majority of businesses in this country, aren't going to get a bailout. But what they're getting are uh, zero interest, mostly government loans, business, small business loans to stay afloat during the time. And that's good. So that way those, those small businesses, if they aren't shitty, because just because you're a small business don't mean you can't be shitty either, uh, can still pay their employees and still pay their benefits and do all those types of things. They just have to get in a small business loan and pay it back once business picks back up. But in the meantime, those people also need to be getting a stimulus uh, and, and m- grant money that they don't have to pay back um, in order to stay afloat. And the government has all that money. Um, and so one of the things that you see, and this is a little bit, of, this episode is going to be a little bit about a lot of things, but once um, once you get back up, uh, on your feet, like this is not just going to end, right? So, like, when once the curve flattens and things start to get closer to go back to normal, it's not going to be like, all right, everything's back to perfect. Like, there's going to be people getting laid off because businesses have went months without money. 
There's going to be businesses that cut people's salaries, that do furlough days. Like, the things aren't going to change as soon as this thing ends. And so, as a result, you're going to have to bring people up with them. And the government has the money. The government just put in $3.2 trillion into the Fed over the last two weeks. Out of nowhere, just pulled out their ass, $3.2 trillion. So when you tell me that the government doesn't have money to cancel student loan debt or the government doesn't have money to do uh, universal health care or the government doesn't have money to do an economic stimulus package for people or the government doesn't have money to do a UBI, universal basic income, it's bullshit. They do. And it's just who we choose to have those policies for. And what our government has chosen to do is to have them for businesses uh, not people. Um, but I think, on a different note, I think a bigger, not a bigger thing, but another part of this whole pandemic is how stupid people are. Um, well, it's a combination of people being stupid, people being ignorant, and people just not knowing, right? So, like Mike, right? When, when this first happens, I'm talking to Mike, and Mike's like, I'm not worried about this. This is just, you know, it's like the flu. Like, certain things can happen. Uh, with older people, but it's not that big of a deal. And I said, Mike, it's not about that. It's about it spreading. And then when it spreads, it becomes something that you can't control. And yeah, now, now I'm staying home. Yeah, now Mike is staying home, and now he's freaked out. I'm not out. sure I understand. Oops, that was serious, sorry. And so, but that's not Mike being stupid. That's Mike being 24 years old and not knowing about these Right, things. but the new problem is, have you seen videos of spring break in Florida? Yeah, because people are stupid. It's Florida. People I will like. not, you know, I admit when this first came out, I didn't really care. I was I was ready to buy some cheap tickets. You know? Oh, no, I'm still going. I'm going to fucking Cabo like tomorrow. I don't care. Uh, nobody's going to be there, so I'm going to Cabo. I, do have a, I have a ticket to Florida for my birthday, but I'm not going, aside from the actual flight itself. Mike, your birthday's in April? My birthday is in April. Okay, I'm yeah. There. I'm going to Florida with my mom and two of my friends, and we're not, aside from the flight, we're not really going. We're just staying at the house. Right. There. I mean, but I, I don't out. think, again, you have to realize this globalization is a real thing. So we can't stop people from living their lives. You can't. So like, I mean, if it gets really bad. No, no, no. None of that is true. That is not true. People can stop doing leisure activities. You can't. That I mean, is, you're right. You're right. You can't. You can't stop. What happens right, is right. people are selfish, right? If, and people go, especially younger people, they go, I don't have it. Or I don't feel like I have it because that's the other key is that a lot of young people are exposed to it but are asymptomatic. Yeah, Idris Elba and Tom Hanks both have not experienced any symptoms. I honestly like I've had a very mild, mild, mild cough, which I've just written off. It could that I could have I could have it. I don't know. I don't think I do. It's, but you're asymptomatic, and then what happens is you go out, you go to the beach, or you go on a plane, or you go walking around the city. Or you go out and then you come into contact with someone who it doesn't and who doesn't have symptoms, and you pass it to them, and they pass it to somebody else, and then they go see their mom, and they think I'm fine. I'm just going to visit my mom, yeah. Or I'm going to visit my grandmother. I'm just going to go see my uncle, and then they get it, and then they get really sick. Or so I might not even go to Florida. I mean, and if Mike, that's travel, what if I'm you telling have to you. Travel is okay. You have to travel. Because I have to. I have to travel. Like, I travel. I don't. Home. Right. I don't so, have like, to travel. If like, have, so, in my case. No, yeah, no one's saying if you have to travel, don't travel. That's not what social distancing means. Social distancing means 
staying away from groups of people unnecessarily. Don't put yourself right. in positions to be in a place where, you know, you're going out in public, going like, you know, if you go on Instagram or go on Twitter, it's all this weekend, people were at clubs and bars, drinking at the beaches, partying, hanging out. And you're looking at them, and it's just like, do y'all not listen to the news? Do y'all not read the news? No, but fuck that. Anything? Fuck that news shit, Brandon. Real shit. Fuck that news shit. Because, like, if you realize, like, nobody's getting a clear message what we can and can't do. Yes, there is. There's a very clear message. Don't no. be in groups of people. Like, it's very clear. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, is this shit dangerous? What age demographic is dangerous? Like, because, again, none of that nobody... matters. It's about keeping it from spreading. You're right. You're and you're not wrong. I'm happened. just saying okay, you're not wrong. A, okay, I'm going to explain it so people. Let me. This is to understand. There's when they're talking about uh, flattening the curve. This is what this means. It means that the, the there's only a certain amount of hospital beds. There's only a certain amount of respirators. There's only a certain amount of medical supplies in our Correct. country or the capacity to handle certain things. Right. So, so the thing but, is, if anyone, if my dad right now at uh, 59 years old gets sick. He can go to the hospital. He'll get treated. He's fine. But in a couple months, if this keeps going the way it is, and it becomes between there's only one bed left, and it's me and my dad, I'm gonna get that bed. He's not, and he'll right. Sure, guys, sure. That's yeah, the problem. But no, even more than that, what happens is there's not only enough beds, there's only enough respirators, there's only enough supplies to go around. And so as things spread, it's not about if it's going to kill you or not. It's about People are going to end up in the hospital with these symptoms, and they'll be treated, and they'll be fine. But the more people that are in there, like Mike said, there's less beds available for other people, and you cannot I'm seeing... you have to spread it out over time, right? So it's going to spread. Like, that's impossible to stop it from spreading. But the goal of social distancing is to keep the spreading spread out so that you're not overflowing the capacity of us to treat people at any one given time. And then, on top of that, if... Everyone's going to the hospital for coronavirus. What about the people with cancer? What about people with diabetes? What are people that fall and break their legs? What are people that are shot? What are people that are stabbed? What are people that get flu poison? What about people getting pneumonia? What about all the other diseases, sicknesses, injuries that happen to everyday people every single day that um, needs to go into hospital beds and needs to get uh, supplies and get medical attention? when everything is getting put towards people with coronavirus because and a bunch of people are just spreading it without care. Let's not forget where a lot of these problems are, are beginning with our horribly mismanaged leadership. Right. I usually don't do that, but uh, this is pretty awful. Did you hear No, his first problems today? today? With the, uh, well, what, that, I don't whatever. But did you hear what he wanted to do with the vaccine that was supposed to come out of Germany? Yeah. Ger- he wanted to get it to the United States and not let Germany have it back. He wanted, he wanted to, buy to buy it. The rights. Give it. To, no, no, no. He wanted to buy it. Yeah, give it to us first, and then sell it to the rest of the world. And then the Germans said there are some things that are not for sale. The other thing that I have a problem with is one of my best friends is a is a is an algebraic geometer. He's doing his PhD right now. Smart guy. I, any any one of his mathematical numbers I trust. So we were talking about some of these numbers last night. The Surgeon General for the United States said the average person at risk of dying, the average age of someone at risk of dying is 80 years old. That's on Twitter. That's wrong. That number's just a lie. 
I think it's a lie to make people not be afraid so that they, you know, think that everything's going all right. But it's just that that number, as my friend puts it, assumes that of the how many cases in the U.S. right now, I could look uh, 6,362, about 100 of which have died. That means at least around 50 of them are over the age of 80. That's what an average is between, you know, it's the median. So we ran the real numbers last night, and the real age, average age of death, is like 56. That would make more sense based on, you know, traject- trajections, you know, like predictions. Well, is it but, a- average doesn't really matter in this case. It's median age more so than the average age. Um, it's just the, the most at-risk age group and above is like mid-50s well, yeah, and higher. And Not 80, but, my, but, but the Surgeon General no, 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 said no. 80. Well, there's two different things. People who are 80 are more at risk than people at 60. That's but true, but people at 60 are still have a very good chance yes. of not making out of it. Yeah, those are two different things. Also, there's this this, this idea that um, it's not that deadly. Like somebody was like, it's been like it's like a 97 percent mortality rate. Do you know how that means three percent of the people are dying from this? If oh, is it three percent now? I didn't. I thought it was at two. Yeah, actually, blue. actually, we ran the number last night, and three percent have died so far. It's actually, uh, and, and and here's the thing that that no one's taking into account. So I, I have the map up at all times as I'm working from home. I, I can see it right in front of me. The, the map. Hold on, the hold live before you say tapes. that, Mike. Before you say that, now in reality, the mortality rate is lower than that because it's much because yeah, um, exactly. there's so many people that haven't been tested yet. Well, yeah, it could be lower and it could be higher, too, because here's the thing. There's countries here that have only reported one case. Well, it's almost guaranteed that those countries have more cases. And then take the country of North Korea, for example. I saw... Th- th- actually, this was brought to my attention by Meek Mill. He tweeted something <laughs> ridiculous, actually. He tweeted... He tweeted didn't North Korea say they were going to give us a Christmas gift? So uh, assume allegedly. Oh shit, though, that's real well, shit. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. No, they didn't do it's that. Stop about He's arguing that they haven't reported any cases. For there's a number of reasons for that. One, and I want everyone to understand this clear. I think we all do, but I'm just going to say it. You even sneeze or cough in North Korea, you're dead. Uh, number two, Kim Jong Un ain't reporting anyone to anything. No, right, it makes them look bad. So. There are countries, you know, there's a few countries like that. There's countries that we don't even associate yeah, with Russia that we have no idea with. Yeah, they well, no, they've reported some. They have. Russia but, has reported some. Yeah, but, America, but, they're, they're, but here's the thing. In America, we've tested, like, something like 6,000 people so far. Right. South right. Korea was well, testing 10,000 people a day. So there's yeah, thousands you see, of You know why? We could have done that, too. Yeah, they offered us. Up. And when we we messed it up, that's why. And so that's the other thing too is South Korea has a lot more young people than we do, or Italy. But that's because a lot more young people are being tested right now. You can only I can't if even if I was coughing or had the symptoms because I'm young, they don't need to give me the test. They're not going to. They're gonna hold on to it for someone who like really really you know unless you're a basketball team of course then then you can get tested. But other than that, it's or a celebrity. But other than that. We don't have it available. We yeah. should. We're a first world country with a lot of money. In other in other countries, they're just lining up people and testing them. Like, all right, get tested. Because they have the equipment. They've, they've had it for months. They've been preparing. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem, right? Because uh, we, Trump, the government, fumbled this. And so now you're playing catch-up. 
And so what happens is the whole country has to do this extreme social distancing or uh, home, like basically almost house arrest to an extent in some places because we don't have testing. So we don't know where the virus actually is and what the numbers actually are. If we had better testing, we would know which are at more at-risk places than others. So everyone wouldn't have to take such drastic action because you would have a more accurate depiction of what your area looks like. But unfortunately, we don't have testing. We don't know who has what or where it's at. And so everyone has to react that way because it's the only thing you can do at this point. And so now we're all stuck for the most part of being in the house for most people. Schools are closed. Kansas shut down schools to the end of the school year. There's no more school this year in Kansas. Yeah, that's crazy, yo. Like, that's going to happen. My sisters are done for the semester. And college, yeah, college kids are done. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm working from home for who knows how long. And, you know, uh, I shouldn't badmouth my my leadership. No, it's, it's the right decision to make, Mike. It, it, well, not it, that, it, not it, that, yeah. not that. We had a, uh, we had a, a town hall today. <laughs> I didn't agree with everything that was said. Oh, they had a town okay. hall for employers, employees, I mean. So we had the CEO. Uh, he, he spoke in front of, uh, for all of us who, who wanted to dial in. And for the most part, they've handled it well. But it's like there's a few. He, he kind of does this thing that Donald Trump does, like when bad things happen, where he just kind of forgets what everyone really wants to talk about and goes right to the, uh, we're stronger than ever. This is the bit where the rates are great. People are buying. And then he'll, like, talk about it a little bit. Like, when we fired 12% of our company, you know, like, uh, everything's great. We're doing so good. We're on the rise. And I'm like, well, you just fired, like, six of my friends, but you know, who needed the job probably more than I did. Uh, the same thing kind of happened today. And then he, he was like, and by the way, if you guys feel like, you know, you can come to work and, like, put it, you know, come. Like, no one's coming. Just, you know, and then you get the Q&A, and the Q&A is all, thank you so much for picking me for my question, sir. Oh, it's so great. I think you're handling this well. My question is, and then they restate something that he said yeah, in his original Yep. It's, it's all, almost yeah. all of the big corporations. And yep. I, liked our other, I liked our old CEO. He seemed to care a little bit. But I never really saw him in any of these moments. I've only because I was like, and now it's, it's spreading to other things, right? So, like, uh, the NBA is postponed. They're hoping to start back in uh, June. All the professional sports are suspended. Yeah, well, I was going to go through each one. Hockey yeah. suspended. The NCAA tournament got canceled. Like, not suspended, it's Baseball. canceled. WrestleMania got moved. Um, they're going to have WrestleMania in front of no fans at the Performance Center, which is going to be weird as fuck. Talk but, shows are doing that, too. Jimmy Fallon just did that. Here's it was a really awkward show. Thing, right? WWE should have canceled WrestleMania or postponed WrestleMania. Because it's not, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, that's not. Well, it's not that. That's your Super Bowl. Well, it's not that. You're also putting the wrestlers at risk. Because and they don't have health insurance. Yeah. They're in very close contact. Fucking Post Malone had his concert like last week with 16,000 people while this was all going on. Yeah, because people are selfish. This is what uh, the whole thing, if you notice here, is that human beings. Are terrible and they're selfish and they only care about themselves. Yeah, look at the fucking people taking all the fucking toilet paper for the, you know enough to last them three lifetimes. But here's the thing: that's America, right? America is built on capitalism. What is capitalism? It's increasing. Maybe, if I have more money, <laughs> yeah, if I can price something the highest price there, people will buy it. Like you learn this in economics, right? There's there's a point where supply meets demand, and that's where you price it, right? And so. 
whatever that price is, that's what people are going to do. So, you know, we live yeah. in a capitalist society, so people are going to go buy toilet paper and then resell it for more money. And you say, well, that's trash. I'm just like, I agree, but that's the world that we live in. Is it is it only trash when you're doing, you know, it this way? Or is it, you know, is it how businesses every, react every single day trash? You know what I mean? It's, it's all it's trash. Is. I guess capitalism is leaving the old people with no essentials or so. For uh, it doesn't matter. Capitalism like, you doesn't realize care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care, yeah. It doesn't care. Well, it does care in a way, as long as it can step on you. Too. It, yeah. yeah. As long as capitalism can sustain itself, it doesn't care. As long as they have a, a purchaser and a consumer that wants their product and it pays at that price point, they don't they don't give a fuck. That's the thing. Like I am not anti well, I'm anti some parts of capitalism and I'm not pro socialism, but I'm pro some parts of socialism. I'm pro of a mixture. But it's interesting to see strict capitalists supporting all these socialist policies right now. UBI Oh right, Nick, Nick. Is a socialist a socialist uh, staple? A universal basic income is a socialist staple. Bailouts are socialism. That's literally what yeah. socialism is. That's, it's a, that's, it's a yeah. social safety net for corporations. That's literally what it is. If they fail, we got your back. Like that's literally what it is. But those same people are against like increasing social security payments, Medicare for all, all those types of things. Like it's very interesting to see when people support socialist ideas and when they don't, um, and when capitalism is the greatest thing in the world and when it's not, uh, and who that applies to is also what matters. Um, but to bring it into our wheelhouse, um, Black Widow is delayed. So, oh, wow, really? No, okay, so what did you see the release about NBC Universal as far as they're going to, like, like trolls and all that good shit. NBC Universal is going to release some of their movies straight to some of the movies that are supposed to come to the theaters in the next couple months are going to go straight to streaming, um, which makes sense. And honestly, it's kind of the future. Uh, it is the future. Yeah, movies are going to work. Like movie theaters are hanging on to a thread. They're being saved by big blockbusters. You know, the five or six blockbuster films that come out every year are literally saving these movie theaters. But eventually especially with more and more streaming services coming out, people are just going to release these things straight to production, uh, straight to uh, streaming. The only Yeah, because you make more money. Your, your overhead possibly in half. Well, possibly yeah. you can make more money. It, it, like, what do you for mean? Big, for most films, yes, you'll make more money. But for the big blockbuster films, you won't, right? So for, like, Avengers, right? You're not going to make more money sending Avengers to Netflix or to Disney Plus than you would. Right by having it in the theater making $2 billion. You're just not. But for most movies, most movies will be better off signing some type of contract with a streaming service or if they have their own streaming service and putting them out through there and having people sign up and just say, this is the release of movies we got coming out next year. They're all being available on our Peacock network or Disney Plus or whatever. And people who are into those movies will sign up and watch those movies from home. It's It'll put movie theaters out of business, but movie theaters are only around for the big blockbusters and those things will still happen so they're most likely will stay in business honestly um they'll probably jack up their ticket prices up more and jack up um concessions more but this is the start of those things now this is what this is how you know this true like disney could could easily just put black widow on um disney plus plus but they're not one because that'd be fucked up. You can't put the first female Marvel character solo film on Disney Plus. Like that's just no. But secondly, they know Black Widow's gonna make a shitload of money, 
and they'll just push it back and push more more anticipation and then in july or august or whatever whenever they decide to re-release it um they'll release black widow and people go see it because listen a lot of people were talking about they weren't in the black widow they weren't excited for it i watched that last trailer i was ready for black widow it's gonna <laughs> be good i'm sorry like y'all can pretend like you, it's not gonna be good or you're not gonna like the film the film's gonna be great and uh everyone's gonna go see it it is I agree. Yeah, they did not give a date of when it's pushed back to, right? Because I think like Fast Nine got pushed back a long time. A year. Yeah, a year. Yeah, Fast Furious Nine got pushed back uh, a year. So um, we're not gonna see that for a long time. Uh, so I don't know if Black Widow is gonna be pushed back that far, um, but it'll be interesting to see now. The key, the interesting thing with this cabin fever thing is, how is programming going to work for things that need to be filmed or that's currently filming, right? Because like most of the things this season, it'll have to be put wrapped. on hold. Most of these things this season are wrapped up, but like if we're stuck in our house too much from now, like what are you watching on television, right? It's going to be almost all streaming because no one's going to have the ability to produce new content because you can't have. Like here's the thing, acting. You could do acting. Like acting is safer than pro wrestling. Like the idea that you're having pro wrestling events every week, but you can't have acting. I, I guess that's worded wrong. The idea that you have pro wrestling, and they think it's safe, but actors don't, shows you how ridiculous this idea of having pro wrestling every week is. Because pro wrestlers are literally sweating, direct contact with each other. If you're acting, you could create a sterile scene. Like, literally, you could sterilize before the scene, do the scene, sterilize after the scene. And you could do that after every shot scene that you do. You could wipe down everything. You'd have people come in, wipe it down, do the scene, unwipe it down, sterilize the people, do it. Like, it would take longer for shooting, but you could absolutely do a sterile set uh, for acting and for recording if you wanted to. But even those people are just like, yeah, you know, We'll take a break on that and they kind of took a break on that right so like the coronavirus is affecting all walks of life all forms of entertainment sports work life uh, family life all of it there's a list of shows that are delayed in production because of the coronavirus so let's see what we got here um the Elvis biopic. I wasn't going to see that anyway. <laughs> what? Who the fuck is playing Elvis? Uh, you know what? Let me, let me see. Is this Elvis biopic by the same people who did um, Rocket Man? Because I'll go see that. If that's it. Yeah, because that shit was good. Because uh, I love Rocket Man. Let me see who's doing this. Untitled Elvis Project. Uh, who's doing this? What studio? And this is why King Pings. Fuck him, yo. Boz Lerman. Because, like, Hanks. Joaquin Phoenix can't... Oh, I, you know what? <laughs> I don't think you Tom Hanks what? is playing Elvis, but he's starring in it. Oh, yeah, that's what I think that's what he was in Australia for. Right. Oh, yeah, he was in Australia to do the uh, Elvis pitch movie. Uh, Batman is being delayed. They were shooting Shang-Chi. It's been delayed. Jurassic World, Dominion. 
uh, numerous Disney uh, movies. Avatar sequels. Milan. What about Milan? The Matrix Four. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. Uh, the Witcher Season 2, Stranger Things, Amazon's Lord of the Rings TV series, uh, the CW, oh yeah, the CW shows haven't shot their finale yet, so we'll, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. I think they got like two or three episodes left to shoot. Um, all Disney Plus upcoming streaming shows. I'm going to put back. Yeah, you're here. Um. So yeah, uh, let me see Milan. Let me see Milan still coming out. Uh, Cause that was supposed to come out in two weeks. Me and Rashani. Right, I was excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm super proud of you, man. Keep keep pushing on, man. Cause like this shit is hard. Like I mean, I know I just been grinding, but like you've been grinding plus doing your class and shit, and then working too. So like, yeah, uh, you grinding. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so Mulan and Bond have been delayed. Um, they give them a date. Who, who's the Bond girl, yo? Because, like, is, is is that the girl that they made? Matt, no, Ben Affleck? The new Bond girl? She dating Ben Affleck? I don't know none of those women's names. I don't, I don't know none of people's names either. That's why I was like, I was Quiet asking. Place Part 2 is supposed to come out next week. Um,. Uh, it's supposed to come out this week, actually. It's supposed to come out Friday. That's been pushed back. Uh, Mulan was supposed to come out next week. That's been pushed back. New Mutants. They need Okay, first of all, no one was going to see though. New Mutants. They just need to put that shit on the, on the fucking <laughs> streaming service. I don't know why. I, this shit look good, though. That. that shit look good, though. Does it look good? Does it, yeah, I, I think it looks, it looks you know, interesting. Uh, it does look interesting. I wouldn't say good. Okay, I will. I'll be because I'm. I wasn't. I still wasn't going to move there and see it. I wasn't going to see it. I was going to wait for Peter it. Peter Rabbit but, yeah. two got pushed back to August seventh. What? Uh, God damn! He missed the Easter. He was he, Peter. Peter Rabbit comes out on Easter every year. The love you got here fucking with my Easter with uh, Easter Ray. Easter Ray and the the, the uh, Indian guy. Yeah, yeah Indian got guy. pushed back. No date. Uh, time to die. Got moved to November twenty fifth, so that got a date. So that'll be out in the fall. That got pushed way back. Nice. Um, Black Widow, no dates. Annabelle, no dates. Personal history of David Copperfield, no dates. Fast Nine next year, uh, April second, twenty twenty one. So, yeah, man, like this shit is hitting all industries uh, hard. Um. So, like, okay, like, in, realistically, right? When you think this shit's gonna start out, do you think we're talking about August? Do you think we're talking about September? And also, this, this, uh, uh, this, I thought about this. I have Olympic shit that says Tokyo on it, twenty twenty. Do you think that shit's gonna happen? So, Japan is ahead of us, so their their curve is already flattening, and they're starting to reopen restaurants slowly. But restaurants and things are starting to open up. And a lot of that is because uh, Japanese people aren't stupid like Americans. So when this shit happened and they said, y'all this can't go nowhere, house. people just were like, yeah, we're not going to go nowhere. <laughs> and that shit, people just stopped. Here, 
we go, well, you know, I feel fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the beach. I'm going to go hang out at the beach with thousands of other people. So, um, yeah, so it, it's possible, but they're going to have to make a decision on that like soon. The problem with and no, that, they say it's a May deadline. It's like it's not. It's a May June deadline. Well, the so. problem with that is not so much what's going on in Japan. It's the people coming in from all over the world. Where correct, and no that's why you can't. If you still There's have, it's going to be a huge right. boom next week and the week after. Right boom of what? here, oh, as far here? as infected cases, infections. Yeah. Look at I, I just can't stop looking at this footage of the people at the beach like yesterday. They said nineteen people in Clearwater got it. So that's more than that. Well, Definitely more than that. No, but I'm just saying, you know, it's more than that. But I'm just saying, like, 19 people that was at this shit seen on camera. So. Um, all right. So let's get into some news stories. We talked a lot about the coronavirus. Uh, but that's the biggest news story. Uh, but, yeah, I started I started to show off with the hard times promo because it's hard times for a lot of people uh, right now. Uh, oh, the gig industry, service industry, like, yo, this shit is real. Like, parents, they got to watch their kids, and they're not used to watching their kids. Woo! That shit real. Um, Mike, did you watch uh, Westworld Season 3? Episode I three? am. So I never watched Season 2, so I'm actually oh, re-watching it. I'm re-watching it right now. I've watched five episodes in two days. Probably another five tomorrow. And uh, I'll honestly probably be on Season 3 by next week. Devin doesn't watch Westworld because he doesn't watch good television. Devin, it's one of the best things I've ever laid in my No, no, no. I, I know World it's good. Guess who was on the first episode of the new season, Devin? Don't spoil uh, anything for me, except for the fact that it's my boy. I'm at 30. Is it LeBron James? I don't know. Marshawn uh, no, Oh, dope. That is dope. That is dope. I knew it was an athlete. I didn't know it was an athlete, but uh, I didn't know what athlete was. That's dope. Marshawn Lynch was uh, beating people's ass. It was great. <laughs> How do you okay? How do you guys feel about? I mean, Mike, you don't really watch sports, but Brandon, how are you? Did, I'm ready. Yeah, did, did the fucking NFL frenzy help you? Like, just get back to be like, oh yeah, we still have sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, <laughs> not Boston. Tom Brady is washed, so I don't really care where he goes, uh, unless he goes to San Francisco. That's be the only place that's good for him. Everywhere else, he's washed. Uh, yeah, and then I mean I'm fucking hyped the shit about fucking um DeAndre Hopkins in New England. Yo, you think so? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent think so. Wow, that's a, that's England. that's fucking a hot take. That's hot take. I like it. He's he's right up Belichick's alley. Um, what about Jameis Winston though? Because Jameis Winston got the talent. He got the arm talent. That that Belichick can want, well, and if Belichick can mold him. Tom Brady going to Tampa. If Tom goes to Tampa, then I have no idea where Jameis goes. If Tom doesn't go to Tampa, then Jameis will be back in Tampa. Um, I mean, Tampa I could be good Jameis with Teddy Bridgewater as well. Vegas too. Well, Teddy Bridgewater is supposedly going to the Bears. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that shit. But then they talking about they working out shit with the Saints too. Like, this shit, I, I mean, this is the only thing we got to shit talk about. Well, Bridgewater so, wants I mean, to start, so I don't think he's going to go back to the Saints. Yeah. Uh, and he deserves to start, honestly. And he should start over Mitch, so there's that. Oh, my God, hell yeah. Uh, so many movie theaters closed with coronavirus. What do you do with your subscriptions? Uh, I, I don't even think about that. Uh, I didn't either. I really didn't. They still need to take my money. They, I think they took my, they take my money on the seventeenth anyway. So they took my money already. So I'm gonna look into that. Um, 
to see. Uh, maybe I need to cancel it and just restart it when they come back. But I have a lot of points and stuff, so I don't really want to cancel it. So let me see if I can suspend it or something. Um, while we can't go to the movies. Um, Mike, did you see they set a date for the the Jokers thing? The three Jokers? No, I didn't. Let me see. Uh, I just saw this. Uh, all right. Three Jokers is going to change the Batman villain forever. Details regarding DC Comics' long-awaited Batman Three Jokers miniseries have finally been announced. For Batman readers, especially fans of Batman The Killing Joke and Batman The Death in the Family, Batman Three Jokers will be truly eye-opening series that will change the iconic Batman villain forever. Batman Three Jokers by Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok has been teased for a while. An upcoming three-issue book will reportedly feature three different Jokers existing in the same universe. Fabok got fans' attention when he wrote on Twitter, the ending of the series was, quote, going to cause quite the stir and is the guttiest thing written in Batman in 80s, 80, gutsiest thing written in Batman in 80 years. That's a huge problem. When does this come out? I don't know. Let me see. But the comments just made the hype for the book even bigger. John said the series will build on some classic Batman stories, specifically The Killing Joke by Alan Moore, as well as The Death in the Family by Jim Starlin and Jim Aparo. Uh, continue scrolling and keep reading. The book will have an aesthetic inspired by The Killing Joke, according to Fabok, and will feature characters who've been personally impacted by the Joker's trauma. The story reportedly heavily feature Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd's Red Hood, both characters whose lives changed at the hands of the clown prince of crime. Batman Three Jokers will also go back to the time Batman first met his most menacing villain. John's told in Entertainment Weekly that the new miniseries will add new layers to the characters and their relationships with the Joker. The book was originally announced back in 2018. Uh, and Fabio told EW uh, Entertainment Weekly that the wait will be well worth it. We'll see if that's the case, but the new tease for the book is extremely encouraging. Batman Three Jokers is coming this summer, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it shifts the Joker and Batman world. Check out the three covers for the series below. So the three covers below are the three different Jokers uh, that they think are, the, are around there. Uh, so, Mike, are you still excited for Batman 3 Jokers? I'll be reading 100%. Uh, it comes out June 17th, at least. Oh, good. Plenty of time. That's what it's scheduled to. We don't know how that's. Comic books should be okay because they do most of those things from home now digitally. So you can just email that stuff in, email it in, and then. I don't know how they're going to put them out. They might be all digital, uh, you know, for the next few months. It might be only digital releases and not hardcover releases, which is interesting. Um, but, uh, Mike, have you been reading any comic books? Uh, no. You're home now. You got time to catch I know, up. but I don't have, uh, I, just, I haven't read any of them. I don't know why. I've been, I've been lazy. Are you excited for GTA 6 in 2021 on PS5? I'm way more excited for the Elder Scrolls 6. For what? Skyrim. Skyrim? I love Skyrim. You know what? I have Skyrim on a computer and I never played it. I played part of it. And I just it uh, the, the great thing about Skyrim is it's just so... You can just pick it up and play it. You could, you could play the same game your whole life and never run out of stuff to do, but... I like to start over and try different types of things. And the the guy, the the lead developer for it was like, yeah, you guys are going to be busy for uh, like 25 years. <laughs> this game. Or it's supposed to have like a 10-year lifespan. What, the new Skyrim? 
The one that the new Elder Scroll. Yeah, Sky, Skyrim is the name of the most recent title in the Elder Scroll franchise. It's called the Elder Scroll. Did you play Oblivion? No, actually, I, the Skyrim was the only one I've ever played, but I loved it. I have no need to go back and play with Blue because like I'm still fully satisfied with the stuff that I and they have it in VR now too, so I replayed in VR a lot. That's way more fun. I, had it in VR. I think I tried the VR and it made me sick. It was very weird. Play it on the console. It's fun. it's a really good game. It's really fun. Well, it's it's, it's, it's a time consuming. I had a regular game on Steam, so um, it's really good. It's one of my favorites. It's in my top five. Uh, let's see what else, because a lot of shit has happened. GTA has never been my favorite thing. I mean, but why? I don't know. I just never really got into it. I have it. Like I never finished the main game. I usually did you play online? I did online a little bit. It was I wasn't crazy about it. I have no problem. It just like wasn't. It was not as entertaining for me. I like the I like story based games like a lot. I do. I mean, I play a lot of Call of Duty right now, but like my go to is story games. Like, I like intense story-driven games. I, don't, I, didn't, I wasn't crazy about it. Um, I'll give people an update. The CW shows that I've been watching are great. Ever since Crisis, this shit has been fucking amazing. Black Woman, not Black Woman, Batwoman has been hitting on all fucking cylinders uh, since Crisis, and it's fucking great. Um, the Flash is... Um, really really interesting in the story that they're telling so far um you you're kind of on the edge of your seat they just had thorn back this episode i just watched before we did the show uh and what's going on with thorn um it's very very interesting uh to see like what the hell they're trying to do with uh the story of the flash and basically the speed force died spoilers uh there's no more speed force Barry has some residual speed um, left in his body, but eventually he's going to run out. So him and Cisco and Caitlin are trying to create their own speed force. Um, like Thawne did. Thawne created the negative speed force. So Barry's trying to recreate the speed force. Um, which should be interesting to see how that plays out. Supergirl... Um, it's very interesting how they changed that world with Lex Luthor being the head of the DEO and all these different other things that's going on with him um, in, uh, in Kara. Uh, I need to catch up on Legends because everyone tells me Legends is the best show out of all of them, and I haven't watched it yet this season. Uh, so I'm probably going to catch up with that uh, soon to see how that's going. But uh, from, all I, from everything I know, it's still... Um, Still very good. Oh, the CW. Okay, here's some news on the CW. CW delays the airing of The Flash and DC's Legends of Tomorrow episodes by two weeks. Likely result. Uh, the CW is officially delaying the airings of the next two episodes of both The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. Fans of the Arrowverse shows and no strangers of the network have set numbers of hiatus for respective seasons every year. In the case of time travel and drama, each season, a few episodes of other shows. Most good with 22, The Legends of 16. Um... Uh, okay, so court Percy, we are the CW is shaking up the airing schedule for the next episode of Flash as well as Legends uh, of Tomorrow. The 16th episode of Grant Gustin led drama titled So Long Good Night was originally going to air March 31st, but due to the network scrambling and it's now been delayed until April 7th, the 17th episode of uh, supposedly air on the 14th. Um, 
for Legends, next week's episode will not be replaced with a repeat. Will be now replaced with a repeat, and will air on April seventh. So, it looks like they're going to try to finish these seasons up. Uh, Star Girl is supposed to start. Hopefully, they have that in the can. Um, because that's supposed to start soon too. That's their one of their new series. Oh yeah, Mike, that got moved from DC University to CW. What did Star Girl? I was wondering where that was. Yeah, so it's going to be on the CW in the in the spring. So here's the thing: um, the DC. Speaking of that, DC Universe, um, there's a good chance that it'll be just comics next year. Like, uh, there's like nothing on it. You know what? I haven't HBO, even logged on in like two HBO months. With Max having uh, Green Lanterns and all these other things, um, Universal and DC, I mean DC and Warner Brothers uh, may move all their stuff off of the DC universe and just make it like um, just make it like Marvel Unlimited, which is fine. And a matter of fact, now that I'm doing this class and I don't really in my no sports and TV shows are going on. I'm gonna get back to just. I'm gonna just start reading a bunch of comics and going on D. Because if you go on DC Universe now, they have a ton of comics on there now, like a ton of comics. Not like when it started. So there's a lot of DC that I haven't read that I can just like sit down and fucking enjoy. Um, so when I'm starting to apply for these coding jobs, I'm gonna start reading more too, because I'm pretty much almost done with my class. Um, Let's see what else we got here, Mike. Um, oh, Devin. Is Devin still here? I am here, sir. Devin, have you been watching Curb? I I didn't watch this Sunday because it wasn't, I, the last Sunday wasn't new, so I was like, all right, shit, I'm just waiting. Hold on, last Sunday wasn't new. Oh, what was last? What's the title of last Sunday's episode? Uh, you know, you remember? Hold on, I'm about to tell you right now. It was episode guys, season ten. Because this week coming up is just finale. Oh wow! Um, oh, it was called Elizabeth, Margaret, and Larry. Oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. That was no, I didn't when, watch that yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't see when they had uh, John Hamm uh, in it. No, <laughs> I want to see that shit, yeah. I want to see that shit, yeah. John Hamm is amazing. This is the fucking best. Like, this is, I've been telling people for a long time, this is my favorite show. This show is so fucking incredible. It's real life. That's why, I, that's why it's the best show, because it's real life. This show, Larry just bought the i8. BMW out of spite because he liked going to the BMW dealer to get the licorice and the car dealer was like, why are you always here turning your car when nothing's wrong with it? He's like, I'm buying the car when he was really there for the licorice. And he just buys an expensive ass i I'm like, can you imagine being that rich? <laughs> can you just imagine being that rich? Like, that is hilarious. Um, but Bro, he's so rich that he fucking bought a coffee shop to put it on the go. This is to give competition to the next, next oh, yeah. door to the coffee shop. episode. <laughs> He's just slashing prices every day just to piss them off. I fucking love it. Yo, I fucking love it. This man, I started, and then that rem- the other day I was like, you know what, I just want to watch some Curve. So I went back and watched some of my favorite episodes. So I went back and watched the Palestinian Chicken episode, which is, that is a perfect. The best. That is the perfect episode. That is a perfect episode of television. If anybody wants to understand Curb Your Enthusiasm, what it's all about, just go watch Palestinian Chicken. 
from season seven or eight. Uh, season, season seven. Yeah, seven, eight. seven. I think eight or eight. I think it's eight. It is a perfect, a perfect half hour of television. Like it is literally perfect. I went back and watched uh, the ski lift episode. Um, <laughs> like this show is just like one day I'm just gonna go through and watch all the episodes from scratch. Um, because it's just season one is great too. Like honestly, like because season one lays the foundation of all the crazy shit you see and how Larry's mind works and why, like none of this shit is crazy in season ten that Larry does in season one. You know what I mean? Also, like it's just a YouTube video with uh, JB Smooth on a night shit, like a nightly show, and he's talking about his birthday party and how Larry David was there. He's like, people always ask me, is Larry like that in real life? He was like, let me tell you this story. And he was like, he had this birthday party, and J.B. Smooth was like, he was like, you know, I'm black, so I'm going to make an entrance. Like, I don't show up on time. Like, I'm not going to show up before the fucking party starts. And he goes, Larry shows up <laughs> right on time before everybody. <laughs> and so Leon, uh, J.B. Smooth is like, late. he shows up like 35, 40 minutes after it starts to make like this grand entrance. Like, they play music. He comes down the steps. Like, it's a big birthday celebration. And he says he's walking to, like, the area where the microphone is. And Larry just, like, follows him. <laughs> and comes on stage with him and goes, like, you know, yeah, you're late for your party. <laughs> and everybody, he's like, everybody there thinks this is a bit that they're doing. But it's just Larry being like, why? <laughs> I can't even explain it. It was so fucking funny. And he's like, he's all. That's like, good shit, though. It's so great. He's like, people, he's like. Um, he's like people come up to Larry to take a picture, and, and he's like, uh, he doesn't know how people would act, and, he's, and Larry's always like, I, I, "You watch the show. How do you think I would act if people want to come <laughs> take pictures with me?" It's the best, man. That dude is incredibly funny. Like, I don't even, I can't even like put into words like how. It's not even that he's funny. That's who he is, man. That's why it's funny because like that's who he is, and people don't understand. That's how a person reacts to life, like. That's perfect. That well, is just perfect. Who, no, a person who doesn't give a fuck. Like Larry yeah. is, and La the Larry David character on the show is the, is what you want to be. Like what your mind thinks about things, but you just can't do in a civil society. Larry will do it. That's oh, that was the episode I watched. Uh, 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 what was that called? Um, I forget the title of it, but it was when they called him a social assassin. And they wanted him to, and everybody wanted him to go tell people what they thought about him that they were too scared to say. So like one <laughs> one guy's wife, instead of laughing, would say "lol," like at like when something was funny, she'd go "lol, lol," like that. And oh yeah, Larry make his face that yeah. And so Larry, she was like, "Can you tell my wife that stop saying lol?" And then uh, every time Susie would drink something, she'd go. Yeah, <laughs> her daughter hated that shit. And then Larry would fuck like, when Susie cussed that nigga out about that shit. Oh. What the fuck, Larry? <laughs> Yo, Susie. Man. Oh my god, Susie and Larry's fucking dialogue to one another is fucking hilarious. Like when Susie was with Ted dancing in a fucking restaurant this season, and Larry was in the ugly section with Jeff. That shit is just hilarious, yo. And you can't, and the, th the shit about it is you can't even, like, describe that shit because everybody knows what it feels like when you're in that situation, but you can't describe it to somebody 
over the phone or something, like, or just, like, verbally. Like, you have to see this shit. Because, like, you've seen that shit a thousand times in your life, but you can never just verbalize it. It's fucking amazing. It's 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 fucking acting at its best, because, like, they're they're able to ad-lib and everything. So, Curb Your Enthusiasm is still one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, Monday was March, uh, March 16th. Which so is, cold day! Oh, hell yeah! So it was 316 days. Steve Austin came back. And it was so funny because they were doing Raw at the Performance Center in front of no fans. And Steve oh, Austin comes Hold on, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. The shit I seen on the plane yesterday was fucking the Royal Rumble, so that's why I didn't watch. Yeah, but they it said later. The Royal Rumble, the first hour of the show. Okay. Uh, and so then the last segment was Steve Austin. He's cutting his promo and he's like, give me a hell yeah. And then they was pan the camera. There's no one in the crowd. <laughs> it's Listen, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I don't, I cannot wrap my head around WrestleMania being in front of no people. Like, it's just, they need to cancel that shit. Like, I, listen, I don't want anybody to get the coronavirus. I don't. But if a wrestler gets the coronavirus, they're going to have to cancel WrestleMania. And honestly, they need to cancel WrestleMania. Like, not now, just because yeah. it looks bad to do it in front of no people, but they need to protect their people, man. Just just pay, like, they got money. Just pay the wrestlers. Give them a fucking break, because wrestlers, unlike other sports, they don't have an offseason. They go all year round. Give them a fucking break. Say, you know what? We're gonna we're not going to do live shows. We're not going to do Raw, SmackDown uh, for two months. We'll be back in the end of June or the beginning of July. And then give them a break. Let everybody recharge, heal up. Write some good stories, come back, and then tell your stories. Like, there's no reason to have this. Like, I get it. They're trying to say, like, you know, it's a tough time for people, and we want to um, provide entertainment for people who are stuck in the house and everything like that. And I get that. But, no. Show You know what? WWE, everybody does not subscribe to WWE Network. WWE has an incredible library of wrestling footage. Show great fucking matches and promos on these shows. Bro, I'll watch that shit. You start rerunning the Attitude Era every week in order, like leading up to like WrestleMania 20, 17 with Rock and Austin. I'll watch all those fucking shows. Like, oh my God, I'll watch all that shit. All that shit. Put that, like, I, can, I mean, I can watch it now, but put that shit on TV. Let people watch that. You know, it'll it'll be something that's uh, that's that's great. So, um, let's see. We're almost at the hour mark. So at the hour mark, we'll do Mike's fact or fiction segment, uh, which he better have some stories for us this week. Um, so we'll do one more news story before we get to that. Um, oh, I meant to ask Mike about this. Mike, did you hear that? Kevin Smith wants Johnny Depp to play the Joker. I did hear that. I like Johnny Depp. I'd be all right with that. I feel like his weird style of acting is would be would give us a very unique portrayal of the character. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually kind of good with Joker. Like, I don't need to see Joker in any of these three Batman movies. Uh, maybe I mean, I want him to face off against Batman at least once, but I'd love to see some new characters. I mean, I want not to new. see the Penguin. I want to see the Riddler. I want to see Two Face. I want to see the Mad Hatter. I want to see like Batman's Rogue Gallery is so deep. Like I want to see some of these other people. Um, you don't want to see Mister Freeze? Fuck you. Yeah, I like Mister Freeze. I, I like Mr. his Mister Freeze. Uh, get that fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger bullshit out of people's system. Um, yeah. So, all right, Mike. Let's go to Factor Fiction. Okay, let me pot it up. 
second. Okay. Uh, first one. Back to fiction. Kentucky police surround home of man who refuses to self-quarantine. Fact fiction. That is fiction, sir. I think that's fiction. This is fact. Uh, the title of this article is a bit misleading. Uh, I'll read the first couple. This is from CNN. A Kentucky novel coronavirus patient, so he has the virus, checked himself out of the hospital against medical advice, um, refusing to self-quarantine. The 50-year-old man in Nelson County refused to quarantine himself after testing positive for COVID-19. Uh... The county, uh, Nelson County officials forced an isolation on the man, one of the first 20 confirmed cases in the state. Um, it's, a step, it's a step I'd hoped I'd never have to take, said the governor. Said the governor? Yeah. Uh, but I can't allow one person who we know has this virus to refuse to protect their neighbors. Didn't share how the government had forced the man to stay, the unarmed, unnamed man to stay inside his home, but this week, Nelson County Sheriff told the Kentucky Standard that deputies will park outside of the men's home for 24 hours a day for two weeks. Patient is cooperating now. Oh, good. Good for them. Fuck him. I also yes. saw that uh, some uh, police officer arrested somebody because they threatened to cough on him and said they had the coronavirus. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm worried that there's going to get some like racism and stuff. Uh, you know, he already called it. Did you see the out recent outcry after he called it the Chinese virus? Yeah, because you know he has to do the racism, so that's par for the course. Which is why I always say, if you support Trump, oh. you are a racist. I cannot be friends with you. I can't. Yeah, yeah I like, can't. There's none of that. Like, there's there's just none of that. Like, it's not even about policy, bro. You cannot. It's not. A person it's not in any way. I am so. If they put this motherfucker back in office, I will explore every, every fucking avenue not to be a United States citizen anymore. And I am not playing any games because this is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Like his press conferences. If you look at his press conferences and you support anything, this man don't give a fuck about your kids. This man don't give a fuck about you. This man gives a fuck about the economy and getting reelected. And like, he cares about the stock market. The stock market, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. So, like, if you really support this man, you have Christian morals that this man ain't never upheld. Like, Christian fuck morals. you. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. If you had Christian morals and you still support this man, fuck you every day of the week. That's how I feel. Like, I'm, I'm so done. I'm just so done at seeing this man not being... He can't complete sentences. When you have to fucking get other people that you put in charge, that you're you're the fucking leader of the free world and you can't fucking have a complete sentence when somebody asks you a fucking question, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I'm so, I'm so, ang- it makes me so angry when I watch press conferences with him trying to answer questions. And he'd be like, oh, oh Mike, Mike, get up here. Mike, Mike, I need you to get up here. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Steve Doozy, get the fuck up here. Or, I mean, Steve Mnuchin, I'm sorry. Uh, get the fuck up here and then answer this question because I, I don't have any question. And then when he answers these questions, he goes off on a fucking tangent like he has Alzheimer's or some shit. And this shit is just fucking troubling. And to think that white people are going to fucking put him back in office, I'm done. I'm fucking done. All right. Episode, uh, story two, Mike. 
Teenager in Texas takes down nearly 400-pound feral hog, terrorizing a Texas ranch. True. Accurate fiction. True? That, that has to be true. That has to be true. That is true. I recently yeah. learned that Texas apparently has a really bad feral hog problem. I don't know nothing about this Very, in Dallas. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sure it's not in Dallas. <laughs> Like uh, I guess rural Texas, you get like you can get like a hundred feral hogs just terrorizing the land. And, uh, I don't know. I thought this one was funny. Story um, three. Story three. Uh, arcades fearing going out of business are now replacing all of their prizes with toilet paper and hand sanitizer, so the parents will continue to allow their children to shop. Fiction. There. That's bullshit. I wish it was. Oh, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> no, that's unfi. This was uh, one of those times where all three of them were, in fact, uh, fact. Get out of yep. here. Yep. Uh, I will read. And let me read the article. It's loading up right now. Hand sanitizers, toilet paper, become arcade game prizes amid shortages due to COVID nineteen. London, an arcade owner, has decided to swap the usual teddy bears as claw machine prizes for more timely and viable items: toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Uh. The some guy whose name Rob Braddock of England, UK, put up the coveted sanitary items as prizes that can be won in in Hobart's amusement arcade, which he owns as as per North Devon Gazette on March 9. Forty eight year old businessman Zanuck came as the UK deals with panic buying citizens amid the novel coronavirus outbreak. Good to know that we're not the only fools out there doing this. Uh, toilet paper and hand sanitizers in particular are being emptied in supermarket shelves across the country. We took the teddy bears out and put hand sanitizers in one, in one, and toilet rolls in another, just for a bit of fun and to raise a smile. So, wow. This is a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense, but it's, it's kind of. Uh, I'm pretty sure he, he, he's, he's kind of ridiculous. Target I mean, market. You got to know your target market. He did it. Like know. this is a, It's not a fake story, but he's 100% just trying to be funny. Uh, all right, we've got a few more stories. Uh, this one's for Mike. Mike, uh, in June, LG is releasing a 48-inch OLED gaming television. It's going to be for ridiculous. I've heard about this. LG, Isn't it going to be like really uh, expensive? It's, it's $14.99. So not crazy expensive. $1,499. Um, my current monitor for my computer was like 600 bucks. Uh, let me see here. Oh, it could also, uh, if you actually want to set this month, uh, they'll sell a 55 inch for 17.99, a 65 inch for 27.99. Um, what's the refresh rate on this thing for gaming? Uh, Probably oh, not. It's going to have G Sync. Look at that. Oh, it's going to have a high refresh rate, but it has G Sync. Uh, so it's going to have G-Sync. Um, let's see. Uh, using the GeForce GPU and the PC. Uh, Dolby Vision. HDR. Mike, would you spend $1,500 on that? Um, No, probably because I use my computer more anyway, and I probably wouldn't even hook up my computer to a gaming monitor. I mean, a, tele- a television, that's what I mean. I play my computer on television. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Although I have a gaming monitor that I don't even use for gaming. My wife just uses it for work. 
Um, movies Anywhere will let you share purchases with your friends. Have you heard of this? Wow. Chances are you've already sh- you're already sharing streaming recommendations with friends who are staying at home or socially distanced themselves. Now Movies Anywhere wants to make it a little easier to share actual movies. This service, the service which syncs up your purchased films across platforms like iTunes, Amazon Video, Google Play, and Vudu, has launched a new feature called Screen Pass that will let you temporarily share your purchased movies with friends and family. ScreenPass will let you share up to three films per month. Recipients will have a week to accept the film, 14 days to start it, and 72 hours to finish it. There aren't any limits on how many times you can share a film, but not every title in the Movies Anywhere catalog is eligible. That depends in part on the studios. Movies Anywhere doesn't have films from Paramount, Lionsgate, or MGM. Um, Hmm. That sounded cool. So, first of all, I never heard of Movies Anywhere, but that's kind of cool. So, if you buy movies on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, and Vudu, it syncs all those movies into like one database, so you can just watch them from one app. That's good, though. That's yeah. cool as shit. And then you can share those. Saves with money. Yeah, then you can. Well, it doesn't really save money, but it just lets you save time. Really, it's more convenient. Could, could you hear me clearly that whole time? What do you mean, the whole time? Do I sound any different at all right now? No. No. You okay, I had the wrong. I had the wrong microphone selected. My bad. Um, I just want to check. This is for Devin because I want Devin to spend some money. <laughs> hey, Devin, that's what all those hours are for, man. Uh, no, it's for my red light therapy uh, travel uh, light, and it's for uh, these shoes I buy because I buy a lot of shoes. I respect that. Tesla is starting delivery on the Model Y. Yes. Yep. 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 Say it one more time. Yep. Goddamn. Yep. Whatever it is. And the Model Y. Starts at thirty nine thousand dollars. Yep, 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 yep. Brandon, if this motherfucker Eli, he can have all my fucking money. Cause I told if if I always tell women when I go on dates with them, if you don't respect me buying the X model Tesla, we can't be together. And that's that's literally like one of the first questions. Actually, has more space than the Model Three, but it's price. What about a Model X? Well, it's both model. It's smaller than the Model X. But it's okay. based on the Model 3, and it's priced less. Uh, it's more reasonably priced alternative to the Model X. Uh, you don't get the X Performance, more elaborate in-cabin tech, or those signature Falcon Wing doors. But you do get considerably more warm than the 3 with the option for seven seats. Uh, so, Devin, you could possibly get your Tesla. I always tell my brother, like, my brother got his car... Um, for really, like, he got an Audi fucking A8, and he got a, at his his car is less than my car. My car was fifty thousand dollars. His car was like thirty five, and it's nicer. So what I would tell you is that I'm going to let my brother purchase my next X model. Uh, but again, I want an X model, and it's going to happen, and I'm excited about it. And Elon can have all my fucking money, and not a flamethrower <laughs> will be purchased by me because I'm not. I have like, one. I'm not an evil. I'm not an evil genius like Michael. But I will definitely have an X model. Porquino los dos, mis amigos. <laughs> Why do you want an X model? You don't have a mid-sized car now. I I don't. But goddamn, I'm so I'm such that guy that I'm rolling down the fucking street with the windows with the doors open. I'm doing that shit. You fucking serious? No, you're not doing that. Oh, Brandon. you're fucking you. You are you're you're ridiculous if you don't think I'm doing that shit. I got a story for Brandon when uh, he's ready for me. Do it. Do it. Let's do it. Mike, go. 
All right, so I've just this has just popped up on my one of my monitors. Uh, apparently, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Blizzard, Steam, everybody is having a bunch of problems because they are getting a ton of people on their servers. Wow, quarantine. And I remember when I when you said you needed twenty more minutes before we started recording, and I was right. like, "On warfare, I couldn't. The servers were down, so it's not even." I was like, "What the fuck? Why are the servers down?" Having Everybody's home. Right. Yeah, everyone's home. Game people are playing, which is probably a good thing, right? If the that servers are down, people are listening. But like, I'm looking at it right now, I still can't play it. It's kind of annoying because that's what I was going to do most of the night after this. Are you Connection. Battle Royale bullshit. I have won three times. Oh, nice. You're good. It means you got, Out of you got the this 50 games I've played. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you mean you got the songs. You got the Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Battle Royale's a gamble. You're not going to win the majority of the game. Right. So, right now, I have a an, an online multiplayer. My win loss ratio is 1.6. It's over 1.6. So, I win the vast majority. I win a, a significant you know, amount of the games online that I that I play in, right? In Battle Royale, that's not going to be the case. You're, I'm up against 150 people. I've won three times at 50. But it's like gambling. You just you get close. You get to 10th place, 2nd place. I've gotten to 2nd place like 6 or 7 times. I've gotten 3rd like, place. You still haven't fucking played um, Stardew Valley with me. I'm so upset with you. Uh, I'm here all day, every day for I the next two weeks. I still haven't played Stardew Valley with me. Just call me. I'll, I'll literally get on whenever. And I, I, I usually I usually only play COD like really late at night, like after midnight. Because my friend You fucking call like COD. Shut the fuck up. You say Call of Duty, goddamn it. Don't say fucking COD. You're better than that. You know what you're right. I'm, sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm an embarrassment. But uh I only play that at like really late at night. So I, like literally during the day I'm down to do whatever you want. Mike, have you ever been to a Microsoft store? I have. Did, have you at the Microsoft store that you've been to, do they have that little setup with the chair? With like the computers screens connected to it, let me see. Let me see. They they're a very aesthetically pleasing store. Right now, I'm in a queue of 22 minutes just to get onto the game. I can't even oh, open. It's the called game. the Predator Thronos. Uh, I'd have to see it. I'm gonna share my screen so y'all can see it. Mike, 22 I... minutes for me to get on a video game. Right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Can y'all see my screen? Oh, oh, uh, I, I don't have Skype open. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to say it's Black Hours Day for me, so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of intoxicated, so I'm not gonna lie to you. I see it now. How am I gonna wreck all the noobs? Can you see this, Mike? Hold on, uh, I can't. It's not. It's not. Oh, uh, no, I see. I should get one. Oh, that's dope as shit. Oh my god, that's dope. Let's get one. You see it, Mike? Uh, yeah, I want to get one. I knew that's you were going to one of those. Isn't that cool as shit? That's, how much is it? It's called the Predator Throne. They have it in the Microsoft Store. You can get in it and like play it and shit. So it has a triple display setup, three curved Predator displays, dish out fast, fluid frames, promotion. Uh, deep impact haptics. Feel the in-game sound through bass-driven vibrations, whether it's the snap of a branch or a rocket. So the chair vibrates with bass and stuff when you do certain things. It has a cup holder on the side. It it can it can like uh, lean back, like it can like incline and stuff like that. Um, 
Total command over how you play is yours via the control pad. This includes zero-G recline. Zero-G recline, complete ergonomic integration, and a peripheral bearing keyboard tray. So the keyboard tray doesn't move if you incline the stuff. Um, let me see here. It can go all the way to 140 degrees. It has a leg rest. Uh, it comes in different colors. You can get it in strobe lighting or fade lighting. Mike. How much is it? <laughs> it's probably a lot. It's like ten grand. Twenty nine thousand. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I can't. I no. can't do that. But the, it comes with. Okay, so the twenty nine thousand. <laughs> why the fuck are you trying to sell you on this shit, Mike? <laughs> listen, the twenty nine thousand. Nah, I'm not buying it. Listen, listen, Mike. The twenty nine thousand includes an extremely powerful PC. So it comes with the computer. It comes with all three displays, each of which are curved eight K. Uh, up to 8K. I'm sorry, curved up to 4K displays with 144 hertz. Three of them, 27 inches. It comes with uh, the high-end gaming mouse and keyboard, and the headset, and the big machine. So it's all of that. So you get you get a $4,000 computer. You get three $2,000 monitors. Monitors, yeah. So right there, that's 10 grand. So you're really just paying. You're really just paying nineteen grand for the setup. Not worth it. I don't know, Mike. I fucking want one. I'm not gonna lie. That shit looks a lot of money. That looks fucking incredible. Hey man, like we just gotta keep podcasting real shit, and we can get one fucking sponsor. We can get a fucking sponsor to fucking give us one. No, that's not gonna happen. But yeah, Mike, if you get a chance, go to the Microsoft store and sit in it. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's so insane. Mike, you were the same person talking about buying the Iron Man suit. Well, that's practical. I would use that every day. That's not practical <laughs> and you wouldn't use it. I mean, I would use it every day. I would fucking find a way to use that shit every day. Oh, and hold on, would, hold on. My you would bad. have to my work bad. Hold on, I my would... bad. I was looking at the wrong price. It oh, says good. that it's fourteen thousand dollars. Oh yeah, that's worth it, okay, there, Mike. Okay, now there's two different ones. So there's the Acer. Okay, Acer unveiled his crazy Thronos gaming chair at IFA last year, and is back this year with a less motorized version. The Predator Thronos Air, yes, that's Air like MacBook Air, is designed to be a little bit more affordable than the twenty-nine thousand dollar original. It ditches the automatic motorized monitor arm in favor of a manually adjustable oh! one, but it keeps no, the same yeah. giant steel structure that supports the three displays to encase you in the gaming chair. The changes bring the price down to $13,999. Oh, Mike. Now, Mike. Now, Mike. What do you think about it? I think if I'm going to spend $15,000, I might as well just spend thirty. What? What are you talking what? about? That's double. What the fuck are you talking about? It's affordable now, so you get the you get no no. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it affordable exactly. Mike, you're single. You're still young. It's affordable. If I took all of those, until you turn hold 30, up, if I took all of those gimmicks in your room, Mike, of like the shield and the all that shit, and added it all up, and if I took your 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 three computer monitors now and the computer that you have and your Batman chair and your comic books. No, not the comic books. And your Xbox that you haven't played in a year. What would that add up to fourteen thousand dollars? Um Oh, and no 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 fuck that. And your scuba 
uh, no, expedition. No, not because he wants. To, no, that's separate. I'm just talking about his gaming shit. His okay. Shit. And the toys. And the toys. I think you would be at. I think you would be able to afford that. I and think you get like nine times in your room. You would never leave that. You sleep in that fucking chair. I would. I would sleep in the chair. That's 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 I a want fact. That shit so bad. Let me tell you something. If I get, if I get, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If, I, <laughs> if the job that I get is what I think it's gonna be, I'm gonna fucking buy that chair when I move into our house next year. I'm gonna fucking buy that chair, <laughs> and that's gonna be it's gonna be in a room by itself, right in the middle of the fucking room. <laughs> Nothing else in there. Let me tell you. Something. Hey yo, Brandon, stop trying to be a wrestler on on your fucking part time, nigga. Don't do that shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no, I'm not no wrestler. Rob Gronkowski is about to be a wrestler, though. Did you see that? Ras, he about to wrestle like shit. How you feel about that shit? I mean, I feel like he was designed to be a wrestler. He really was, but like, does he get a new name or does he is he Rob Gronkowski? No, is he Gronk? Is the Gronk? I mean, Gronk's a perfect wrestler name. He's the Gronk, yeah. like he's the Rock. Gronk. He's the Gronk. Yeah, he's the Gronk. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, and there's one more thing. Uh, Madden's um, licensing deal is up. For all football games, so two K. So actually. like he's going to two K, yeah. Two K, but they still they still won't fuck with the like the the name of Madden. No, no, no. But they're gonna no, do no, no, no. Listen, so Madden is still gonna do games next year, but two K is gonna do a game because Madden still owns the simulation NFL games. So they're gonna do some type of street game, but the year after Madden's licensing on simulation games goes up, so you might get Madden twenty two. 2020, Madden 22, and 2K22, NFL 2K22. Wow. So next year you're going to get an NFL 2K game, but it's probably going to be some type of blitz-type game. Um, Which they should do. They should pay homage to that shit. They should. But in two years, we might finally get a 2K football game again. Which And that should be a fucking fire. I can't wait for it. Because, um, like, EA EA is not keeping up as far. I mean, they're good as far as their graphic, but 2K, as far as their their interactive and what they what they give users on a daily basis is better than what you Madden people get. Like, I mean, you and you know, yes, I like know. I fucking hate Madden, even though I play it. I fucking hate that shit. It's trash. Right. Um. All right, Mike. Do you have anything else? Uh no, I still can't get on Call of Duty. <laughs> my wait, my wait time in the queue was five minutes. Hey man, I mean, I would love people to go see Hero, My Hero Academia movie, The Rise of Heroes. Fucking, it was amazing. I saw it. It's great. Um, guys, Amazon Prime has tons of anime, tons of great movies, documentaries. Fucking, do yourself a favor. Look at fucking unacknowledged on fucking Netflix. And, and see what the fuck is really going on in the world and in the world because we've seen UFOs a billion like four hundred four thousand times and nobody's talked about the shit and they unclassify the shit and it's ridiculous. So uh undocumented, I mean un- unacknowledged on Netflix is fucking amazing. It changed my fucking life. They they had the angle of the fucking plane hitting the fucking uh, World Trade Center and, and fucking breaking the pieces. So, just know what your government ain't shit. Just know your government ain't shit. And there's other uh, other things in play. I'll say that. No, there's not. 
You're not going to come on my TV show and be a 9-11 truther. You're not. Yo, fuck you and everything. Nigga, I seen everything. I seen that fucking plane hit that building and that shit breaking to pieces. And you're not going to tell me a fucking building dropped straight the fuck down. Uh, I can I, I can prove that with a lot of science. Yes, Devin, there's a lot of science behind that. Like a lot like of a science. Lot please, of science. Devin, please. 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 Do not, do please. not say that dumb shit, please. It's really stupid. It's like nah. it's like Alex Jones level ridiculousness. Nah, yo. I don't Devin, Devin, please. It's right up there with flat earthers and people who don't yeah, believe we went. I'll I'll be a flat earther until the fucking day I die. Fuck it. Yeah, flat it's, earth. it's right up there. Be- it's like I, it's like the flat earthers just say, "Well, I can see the sunrise, so the Earth must be flat." Like <laughs> your eyes not are not science, so what you see nah. is not how science works. Like that's just just not how gravity and science and that's not how any of that works. And that building, that building was demolition style, so I'm not. No, no I'm it, didn't. it didn't. It didn't. Like there's there's literally like science to explain all of that stuff. You think you're the first person to come up with this? No, no, I'm just saying. No, I, no. I, I'm not the first person. Here's the thing. That's the problem. This is what I need to. This is what I'm, yeah, this is what I'm not the first person. When, when the people that you surround yourself also believe that Sandy Hook didn't happen and that the Earth is oh, flat, no, yeah, no. If those no, are the people yeah, no. that agree with you, maybe you should rethink no. your point. Maybe you should rethink. No, your point. no. I look. I ain't. I ain't. That Sandy Hook shit happened, so I'm not fucking with that shit. But uh, yes, in the in the, in the 911 happened. Oh no! I'm not saying it didn't happen. Like I saw a fucking plane in the fucking building. Like, like I'm just saying. Yes, there were people there. Like that shit. Happened. Oh yeah! No, 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 no! I'm not. I'm just saying the way the building came down. Devin, think about it. Why would they blow up the building if they were going to crash a plane into it anyway? You know, they. You know, a plane hit that shit before. That's what I'm saying. So like, that's all. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Devin. Devin and knows what he's talking about. He's just being ridiculous right now. Because that's an <laughs> absurd statement. It's just ridiculous. And there's like. There's like literally like people like first of all people had to take time to come out and do documentaries and podcasts and movies and articles to explain why that shit happened because people are ridiculous. People go, yeah. "Well, I saw that happen and that don't look like what it's supposed to happen." And <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you know, science doesn't work that way. Like that's not No, you're right. It works. But again, like, you know, anyway, everybody watch unacknowledged. No, don't I'm watch it. No Just one do watch it. it. No do one it. dumb yourself fucking do down it. to watch fucking it. Fucking do it. And no. it makes so much fucking sense to you. The it, government is a fucking false. It's false government. Don't watch that. There's there's a there's five parts of government, goddammit. We don't know about and y'all I admire your patriotism. I'm supposed to believe whatever. that Devin doesn't like Trump. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose the believe he doesn't like Trump. Think about this. Y'all gotta think about what he says, and then listen, and then see if you want to listen to his recommendation. <laughs> if he's agreeing with Alex Jones, and uh, like, like almost word for word with what Alex Jones says, eh, you might want to take that recommendation with a grain of salt. Just saying. What else, Devin? What on Netflix? Uh, I've been watching a lot of anime on Netflix. Cat. Castlevania came back for season three and it's fucking amazing. Watch that shit. Uh, it's a great fucking series, always and forever. Uh, oh My Block is back for season three. Um, it's it's not as good as season two, but it's good. Continue the story. Um, I'm watching um, I'm Not Okay With This. 
uh, it's a white woman that gets these uh, powers, psychic powers, and some. I don't know fucking techniques. I don't fucking know what it is, but it's good. Fuck. Um, and then also, Brooklyn Nine 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 is on Hulu, so watch that shit. It's fucking great. Mike, I fucking love you. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, watch that shit. Oh, oh I've been, I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Okay. Um, I'm Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely is. And then you know, My Hero Academia, fucking Naruto on on. Uh, I mean, Boruto on fucking Hulu. Um, um, if you ever get a chance, yo, go down a rabbit hole on Hulu for BuzzFeed's Unsolved. It's fucking great. What is that? And they're just talking about a whole bunch of fucking shit that not true, probably not true. This could be folklore or whatever. They go to these towns. They talk about the Mothman of West Virginia. They talk about um, haunted houses. They oh, talk yeah, about yeah, Sasquatch. Yeah. That stuff's cool. Yeah. yeah. That shit is fucking cool shit. Like, you know, it's just like, and it just, it, it makes you wonder. It just makes you wonder, and it's fucking fun shit, and you're in the house anyway, so fucking just have some fun, yo. All right. Uh, so we'll be back uh, next week with another one of these episodes. We should be back next week to do uh, volumes three and four of Saga. Old Man Wade actually finished the entire series. Because he started reading it, and he's just like, I can't put this shit down. Which is what I've been trying to tell people since I read Saga years ago, is that it's the best comic book ever written. And once you start reading it, you're not going to be able to put it down. because it's, I did uh, Volume 3. You did Volume 3? Yeah, I just have 4. I thought we were doing it on Mondays, so I was like getting ready for we, it. Uh, then... We might still be doing it on Monday. I'm trying to see when Charmaine is free, because I don't think she's free Monday. So we might have to do it next Friday. Um, so we'll see. I'm trying to get that date down, but that'll be out soon. Uh, so that'll be issues if you're reading along, um, 13 through 24. Uh, we did one through 12. No, yeah, we did one through 12. Yeah, one to 12. Time. We're gonna be 13 to 24 uh, this time. Um, and yeah, it's still my favorite book. I fucking love it. Rereading that shit is just bringing me so much joy. Uh, I can't even express that. I actually got to edit the show and put it out tonight because I forgot to do it over the weekend. Um, so that's coming out. Rashani and I did the Invisible Man review, um, but that was a good film. Uh, so that'll be out, and I don't know when our next movie review will be out because movie theaters are closed. So maybe we'll do some retro reviews. Retro. Everybody can do that. Definitely can watch Netflix or some type of streaming service. So anybody can. Harlem Nights is on Netflix, y'all. Harlem Nights is on Netflix, yo. Sorry. So maybe we'll uh, do some retro movie reviews or TV show reviews or episodes or things like that um, and get some of that stuff out too soon. So just stay tuned to the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.